Welcome to John and Dylan Online, a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. Joining me is my co-host, John Hastings, at the John Hastings on all social media, and he'll be introducing the subject for this show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, why don't you make those jeans tight and order yourself a latte, not flat white, hasn't been introduced yet, because, my friends, we're headed back to the hippest of the years. It's 2012. Oh, my God. What happened to this social scene? It seems broken. John, we're, we're talking John, about Coney 2012. We're talking about Coney 2012. We're in our athletic primes during this time. We are 27 years old. That's where mind and body meet at a fantastic point in your life john what was your 40 time how much did you bench how was your time being an athlete in 2012 at 27 i benched 350 i had a big <laughs> dick i was Whoa. real cool oh Wait, yeah got smaller certainly did it's a weird byproduct oh, yeah, of moving to england that's right i gained i gained i most people gain weight all over their body i gained it in my my shaft stump mm-hmm. it's just the fat covers it yeah, exactly. I call it my I call it my my insurmountable mountain. You're gonna have to climb the hill, gal. That's what I always say to a gal. Hey, gal it's time crying. to climb the hill. Oh, I'm crying always. <laughs> but this has nothing to do with sexual anxiety. It's actually mostly intimacy. Don't climb it, but climb me. Climb me. <laughs> um, the year is 2012. I'm preparing to move to the United Kingdom to pursue my dreams of stand-up comedy. Dylan is living in a second floor apartment that felt like a basement. Uh, his girlfriend is <laughs> months away from witnessing his roommate at the time having sex with a lady on the sofa. Oh, yeah. 2012 was a big year, and it was punctuated by the fastest video on YouTube getting to 100 million big V-I-E-W-S's courtesy of a man named Stupid. Oh, my God. Is it Jason or Justin Roberts? It just fucking Jason fell out of my Russell. brain. It's Jason fucking Russell of imagine children and jason russell i know so many people like this because i worked at a christian camp and went to theater school yes. and this mother fucker grew up in a christian theater company this guy has had so much sex while claiming to be a virgin this guy is so good <laughs> at lying at himself and everyone else this guy sucks i so forgot about him in the coney 2012 saga I thought the internet he drove him crazy. Saga. I know he is the saga. Because he's but the I, perfect, the fact... most hateable person in the history of the internet, oh which my is God, Christian so, theater, rich kid, also handsome. Like, you haven't had anyone... Everybody, let's go, no, no, no. One second. Let's just run through the list. Christian, theater, rich kid, California, ponytail, handsome, internet, embezzles money. That is everything the internet wants to talk about in one cunt. They did it. We fucking did it. 2012 rocks. And the best type of true crime where there's no grisly murders. I That's love right. me it's... a scandal. Oh, 
Isn't it? It's and everything. The lady from Full House fucking got, bought her kid into that school. That's what let I me ask, like. Let me ask you a question, Dylan. Guess who else went to USC? Jason fucking Russell. Yes, he certainly did. He went to film school at USC. If you go to film school at USC and you're listening to this, I just want to let you know, you are a fucking weird rich kid. Because why wouldn't you yeah. go to UCLA? You go to UCLA film school where all the amazing directors went. You don't go to USC where the famous murderers and criminals went. Oh, you mean OJ? OJ. He's also an actor. Also, Put some respect on OJ's name. You're right. I'm sorry. And you know what? He didn't see that Murdoch. He uh, he didn't think Alex Murdoch. Um, he thought Alex Murdoch was guilty before a lot of people. Give that to OJ. Who's Alex Murdoch? He was that ginger gentleman who murdered his wife and uh, wife and son. OJ. <laughs> <laughs> OJ yeah, came yeah. out and was see, like, I can like, see OJ knowing what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy that OJ decided to weigh in on something like that. I got to tell you, it was like, all right, man, well, I guess this is the reality we all live in. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, fuck That's like me. when someone, what was it with like uh, my wife's friend is like, He's just at home all day smoking weed and playing video games. And I was like, he's not smoking weed. He's just in it for the games, baby. He doesn't want to yeah. dull his senses when he's fucking that's the thing. becoming that's a the paladin. Thing also, that's the other thing you really tell someone's age when they refer to anyone who's just on a computer a lot as a nerd. It's like, yes, no, no, man, that's just a person who's under 30. That's us. Like, that's, you... the, that's the last. That's the, we're the last of the dying breed where it's like my wife and her friends are just like <laughs> old school 90s bullies where they're like, Look at this fucking nerd of like, that's just what life is now. Yeah, it's just life now. Yeah. Like, what are they fucking doing? You know, the things you say out loud to your friends, they're emailing that to each other. <laughs> yeah, they're the just texting. I, I don't know if I've even said this before, but like doing comedy now is crazy because it's just like 23 year olds texting each other versus when we started where it was like, oh, there's a group of 23 year olds. That's why they all have knives out. Yeah, one's for exactly. cocaine, one's for threatening. Yep. And by the way, oh, what do you mean? Uh, one's they can have the same. They can be doing two things at once. Um, they multitask. Come on, these are knives. These are knives in twenty-three-year-olds. The <laughs> other thing that is different about stand-up comedy then to now is um, there is so much less overt bullying and so much more covert bullying. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a generational thing where it's like, yeah, oh boy. I mean, people were there more or less suicides now? We'll do an episode on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John is we need to bring up... We'll solve suicide rates. Speaking of suicide rates, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a very depressing episode. So we have a a fun new bit for the program, guys. We're trying out bits. The bit is this: when it gets too depressing, Dylan and I will watch an old commercial and react. Uh, the reason why is. Uh, your boy, your uh, USC's favorite son, uh, Jason Ramblatt, uh, Lord Russell. William Shakespeare of Je Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake Roberts, Jake the Snake, <laughs> Justin, Jason Jake the Snake, the Snake Ro Roberts. <laughs> That's right. We fucking got it. Yeah. You For, all right. So let's sim let's simplify this because there's been a lot said about Coney 2012. When you Google Coney 2012, blah, 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 there's like honestly a 17,000 recap podcast. So let's get to the bottom of what it is. Here is. Here's Great. what Cody I want to get to was. the breakdown as fast as possible. Go ahead, Dylan. Break it down for me. Tell me. Come on. Hit me. Jason Russell went after a misunderstood leader in Joseph Coney. And frankly, uh, you can donate to this show and we will give it directly to Joseph Coney. 
That's simply what it is. That's all. Oh, Joseph Coney. Joseph Coney is a man who oh, ran. He'll turn. We are bad guys now. Surprise. Oh, right fucking podcast. Fund child militias. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. Join our Patreon. It is somehow. We are somehow literally old. the worst people you could imagine. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the characters portrayed by Danny DeVito and Charlie Day on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? We inspired them. <laughs> yeah. Uh we're John Wayne Gacy, by, but like with a budget. Um Yeah, we're John Wayne and everyone's alive, so they can still hear oh, me. Oh God. So Joseph Joseph Coney, this is the thing I have a problem with. All right. So here's simply what it is. Invisible Children was a charity um where they would just basically make movies. Jason Russell went to film school at USC, and they here was everyone's major problem with it is they we're going school to school, like basically doing assemblies, taking donations, and rather than giving that money to um, children or ex-child soldiers in Uganda, they were using 89% of their money to raise awareness, which just basically meant they get to go chill all over the states doing more assemblies. So they do that. They basically, like, in a way that people didn't do back then made a movie called Coney 2012 where it promised on April 20th they were going to paint the town and and advertise all over town but really it was a movie they'd done tons of these movies before on their YouTube channel Invisible Children and this one just popped it was basically like a lot of creators you have one video that just pops and this this one popped 100 million views in like three days Oprah got on it which is huge if Oprah can get on it literally Oprah's army will just fucking it's, shoot this shit to the top. It is so crazy how the internet hasn't really changed. I recently had an Instagram reel go wild, and it's all because a football player put it in his story, and then another football player put it in his story, and then that's just enough that it suddenly has a life of its own. Yeah. So imagine if that's on the scale of Oprah, and especially this is Oprah not – Oprah 2023 when this is being recorded. This is Oprah 2012. So she's not at the height of her powers, but like her show has only been off the air for four years and she's still so much more of a presence. Like it's, she still essentially is the person that made Barack Obama. And like that has not been forgotten in the way it sort of has been now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oprah, Oprah is like, people didn't like Oprah, but then as soon as Oprah stopped, like Alex Jones came in her place. So everyone was like, yeah, well, we should have been a lot more thankful for yep. Oprah. Yeah. Well, I guess it turned out we just liked having cars underneath our seats and not a book that says, actually, I took a shit on you. <laughs> Alex Jones. Oprah did do weird things where one time. So oh, Deborah, oh, yeah. Deborah Wilson, boy, the, oh. the one that specifically sticks out is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV did an impression of Oprah, um, like just basically making fun of the audience. <clears throat> Um, about how devoted they are to Oprah. And then Deborah Wilson apologized to Oprah, and Oprah wasn't like, that's not necessarily. She went, thank you, I've been wanting that for a long time. Yeah. Which is like, how dare you impersonate and mock me? But anyway, Oprah yeah. gets on it. Twenty Code 2012 happens. It's fucking huge. And people want to tear it down immediately. So something that also needs to be talked about in the zeitgeist is... This was a thing that people started to really be aware about with charities and became a big sticking point with a lot of people is that there were a shitload of charities that were all 
raising awareness. So this was already a thing that was sort of in the stew, in the culture, and in the internet. And then this sort of video happened for an organization that's very much based around raising awareness. And what they really were were some fucking idiots who had done one missionary trip in Uganda, and they just didn't do any research from a missionary trip in 2004 up until when they make this video in 2011, 2012. And it then just goes absolutely fucking wild. And the internet basically loves them for 50 hours and then starts discovering stuff. And then holy shit. Well, you remember around this time, or at least I do, where it's like everyone had a Coney 2012 um, thing on their Facebook profile or whatever social media account you preferred at the time. The whole... It was Facebook. Movie, it was Facebook. The call to action was bring this man to justice. We need to get this man out of Uganda. And of course, he was no longer in Uganda. He hadn't been in that Uganda. Man. His army had been repelled. His army of... Here's the other thing. Uh, he... Here's what Joseph Coney did. John, get a commercial ready. You have to share <laughs> screen because you're recording it. Oh, yeah. I have to share screen. So um, Joseph so, Coney, essentially yeah, what You explain happened. what Joseph Coney was, and I'm going to get a fun old commercial up. <laughs> essentially, Joseph Coney is part of a rebel militia called the LRA, the Lord's Resistance Army. As a recruitment measure, what they would do is he would go into a village and kidnap the local boys and to imbue them into his militia so they could never, ever, ever return to their families. He would have them shoot their parents. And if they were uh, boys, they would go into the militia. And if they were girls, they would become sex slaves and sex trafficked. And life is a fucking nightmare. Uh, people like Jason Russell uh, discovered this when they were doing missionary work and saw that boys from all the villages would walk to the closest town and sleep under the streetlights every night, uh, which was the only way to avoid being kidnapped by the LRA at the time. There's a scene in Coney 2012 where he makes a pledge to a boy, which is the inspiration for this video. Joseph Coney is a decisively bad fucking human being. He is evil fucking incarnate. And he should be rid bad. He is cartoonishly evil. He should be rid from this earth. This the reason why we the flippancy in our voice pertains only to the fucking imagined children bullshit raising awareness. And none of this money went to making sure that Joseph Coney went to jail or anyone like Joseph Coney could be prevented from rising up again. Instead, the money just fucking disappeared because once again, another fucking millennial used the internet to fucking grift from everyone because that's now just what we do with the fucking internet. I remember when it was fun, where it was a fun place for message boards and you call each other fucking crazy names and see weird video game clips. And now what it is, is just a, it's just a carnival of different cons. Can we go back to the Silk Road? I know it was really bad when we were all on MDMA, but it was way more fucking <laughs> fun. <laughs> Uh, now, please, so, I need a commercial to soothe my spirit. Here's Dylan. what I want to say might, before I'm the commercial. fired up. Whether Jason Russell and this guy, this is the thing I didn't like about the Coney 2012 discourse was everyone was simplifying it. Joseph Coney had an army of a hundred children that he molested and then made kill their parents. Oh, it's fucking now horrific. here's a old commercial. John and Sammy. The Jag won't be in till Monday. Sorry. John, stay. Looks like your boat needs a brand new keel. John, Derek here. Sorry, but I can't make our squash game. Later. There's one indulgence that never lets you down. Score. Rich meat chocolate. 
Not for those of you listening, for those of you listening, listening to this podcast, horny. The, the, that was the horniest video for a scores bar I've ever seen. This man is about to fuck a scores bar. The least <laughs> delicious chocolate you've ever seen. The way he was holding it is the way that a man, when a man in a pornography film has a really big old juicy dick is how he held that scores bar <laughs> good gravy miss fucking Maisie With a what is going on John darling oh, it's baby. Angela dinner's off Derek invited me to play squash score indulgence you can trust oh my god his date's canceled and he's excited because he's gonna fu- he's gonna fuck that chocolate bar also can I just say this the, no, in, 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 do you know what the, uh, the basically the storyline of the commercial was there his buddy Derek called and was like yeah uh i can't make it tonight squashes off and then his girlfriend was like hey i'm gonna fuck Derek." and he was like who gives a shit i'm gonna stick the score bar right in my fucking <laughs> cornhole yeah the guys he's like yeah i'm having you're i'm sleeping with Derek. yeah i've been fucking your candy bars marjorie <laughs> you, oh yeah you won well, not at all over <laughs> your fucking score bars you thirsty bitch <laughs> <laughs> imagine that divorce proceedings uh and what would you say the marriage broke down uh i think it's probably when he nutted on my scores bar oh is that when it fucking broke down marjorie or is it when you were fucking Derek? you fuck and then they just fight <laughs> each other <laughs> well that's saxophone music plays my headphones fell comedically off my head <laughs> so score bar aside joseph coney is on the loose still People are simplifying. This is what I hated about it. People were fucking simplifying it. Like, Joseph Coney wasn't a... Like, if this existed in... Imagine, like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a warlord with hundreds of children he molests and makes murder people. Which, that does happen... Like, that happens in certain parts of Africa that are super fucked up. But everyone's just simplifying it. Like, uh, yeah, and Joseph Coney actually is, like, you know... You know how the internet is. Everything has to be yeah. black and white. It can't be. It it so quickly became this horrific monster. Uh, Jason Russell picked on this poor child soldier. Have her, her Joseph Coney was sort of yeah. the tone of the discourse. Like it was like this mean Christian with a video camera once again was rude to everyone's favorite murderer of parents via their own children joey coney yourself like it's just like jesus fucking christ can a shithead be responsible for exposing the sins of a true satan it is insane that a person got to that level of fame in jason russell via school assemblies well it was that it was also i think it's something to be said of in that time period youtube was becoming more and more ingrained in our life and it was some video was going to catch fire in the way that this did so it's sort of hard to tell do you know what i'm saying was he actually that famous before this video or was he just had enough of the groundswell because of going to the school so it was mostly people that were using youtube at the time so they'd be looking at the video so whatever was their algorithm and all these words that we didn't use back then but now fucking i get to say many times a day um then picked it up and it just went. We won't know. I, I don't know really talking about his fame pre the video. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's, I think it was just sort of an anomaly. Like it's the same way that Justin Bieber just appeared and was famous one day. Yeah. The fuck Justin Bieber was on. I think he was a daytime talk show that broke him as well, but um, it was a, no, it was a relief concert for Haiti is the weird thing is oh, like, okay. that was where he went from like, 
he was a YouTube star and he had a record coming out and then it just went like go 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 boom. Yeah, he was a YouTube star too, but the Invisible Children had like hundreds of thousands of subscribers and if you watch the actual Coney 12 2012 documentary, it starts off with him telling his kid about Joseph Coney. So it's immediately really affecting. And he talks about the world and then he starts talking about Joseph Coney and it does a really good job of explaining what Joseph Coney does without going into great crazy detail like a lot of those documentaries do where they're like okay well now we're gonna like go basically softly show what this guy does and it more focuses on Jacob who was an ex-child soldier who uh Coney murdered his brother and how he's like re- helped Jacob rehabilitate and now Jacob speaks with them so it gives like here's here's the problem here's how we're we've already sort of helped Here's what you can do. And what they could do is, and a lot of what people are upset about is the framing of it. They said you can donate and you will receive an action kit. And, and the action yeah. kit was for 420, which is so funny that a Christian would be like, here's what everyone wants to do on the day where everyone wakes up, smokes weed until they go to bed. Activities. They want to make sure that they have a lot of activities ready to go. It's You're so correct. It was, again, this raise awareness bullshit. This was the same thing they were giving out at assemblies were these action kits. But this is the other thing that's sort of not played in the grift is they're fucking weird Christians that go around to all these things. That, yes. That's like that's how all those organizations work is they're all this fake weird donation system of – you receive this trinket, you get that trinket. Like I worked at a Christian camp and ended up with so many extra t-shirts. Like you just, it's like a weird exchange thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the other thing. How do those missionaries work? Like, because that was a lot of the um, anger at like, obviously once she died, mother Teresa was like, Hey, do you like going into places with crazy poverty and without clean water and be like, Hey, if you want this water, you have to like accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Yeah. So that's exactly so it's just different missionary trips are predicated on that. So a lot of aid is coming from Christian organizations and it predicates on well, we also get to talk about Christianity to all of these people. And then and there's continual exposures of horrific things going on within the missionary world. Like a, the Baptist missionary program turns out was basically like a international like groper ring that dabbled in some occasional missionary work in South America. Like it's just, it's a horror show every time there's nothing. I mean, anytime an adult's like, I just want to be around some kids alone. It's probably, I mean, I'd say let's go to, what do you mean? There's no cameras in Uganda. Let's go there with some kids. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fuck me. Fuck me, dad. Fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck. But that's how Jason Russell started. Him and his friends just wanted to go to Africa to do missionary work. And then they found out it is like, Oh no, this guy has child soldiers. We should help the child soldiers. And part of it's like, yeah, good. Great job. Mm-hmm. But then Are you I guess doing that. No. Like that's the thing where it's like, all right, like it's like you're exactly right. It's like we got to help these child soldiers. You're right. All right, so this action pack. This is helping the child soldiers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like what they what they're thinking well, now what people know about the child soldiers. Yeah. But I get exactly. it cuz like you want it to be this is the other this is the advocate part of how me. How dare like, you? How dare you? This was the time 
You oh, wanted to be people to in travel. Everyone, yes. everyone knew about the kids soldiers. It, they could fuck off with it. They were raising away. Everyone was aware. Joe, you know how many women with short hair I tried to fuck in the 2010s, Dylan? I knew about fucking child soldiers before Coney 2012. <laughs> he can stick his action pack in his asshole. Like, come the well, fuck on. And a lot of what made people upset about this was. Baby, once again, me and John are in our athletic prime. Our tendons are tight. Of our minds are oh. sharp. And everyone is starting to jump on millennials for avocados and being and the slacktivism. One like equals one child saved. That whole thing. Liking a post or retweeting like a missing person this on is your Twitter thing. is better than doing fucking nothing. Like that yeah. is true. Yeah, you're right. The But... The, the way this was presented was give us money and we will give it to the hunt to find this man. And instead they got $8 million put towards future films. And then they I think took some money and put it in the literal ocean and went, maybe it'll float to Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's like, yeah, the, I mean, the, um, the, it is good if we get some money to Uganda, but mostly I want to be on a jet. Like that was the criticism, but once again, like that's probably like a rich kid thing where it's like, uh, well, it's also, of course, like, this like, is gonna sound crazy, but like in the Christian world, especially like look at how much money and what those fucking like ministers fucking spend their money on. It's this weird thing of everything is a company, everything is a business opportunity in America. So if you grew up inside a giant lucrative christian theater company do you know how unprofitable a theater company is and then you're narrowing your market to christian do you know how good at getting people's money you have to be to make that and be a rich kid as a result so that's all this like i'm not justifying it but this was his logic in his world i think that this kind of fundraising takes place all the time and they just got a super steroided version of it do you see what i'm saying yeah he doesn't seem like a bad guy Maybe, maybe I think what you're saying, it's like he grew up in a grift and this is the best the grift has ever worked. And then the world got to understand the grift. I'm going to say this right now. I think he is a bad guy and I think he's a grifting piece of shit, but I'm explaining that he is a product of his environment as well. To restate, Jason Jackoff, uh, Russell Bustle, piece of shit grifter, fuck you in your fucking face. Go fuck yourself, theater kid. I totally get his logic. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, here to break that up about like, oh yeah, and then he grifted a bunch of fucking children out of their innocence again or whatever. Innocence again, Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, he grifted some people that were uh that live in what I would consider actual hell. Here is the uh 80s sugar crisp commercial. I always remembered these from when I was a kid. Um watching oh, these are it's fun. Quick thing before we watch this, I just want to say this about the sugar crisp cereal. Uh, one of the you. worst things I've ever eaten. Actively remember it being really? bad, but the commercials, yeah, not good. I got to tell you, I was allowed, do you remember uh, the eighties sugar crisp commercials? I absolutely do. I'm jacked for this. I got to tell okay. you, I hate this entire story because Joseph Coney is the devil on earth and Jason Russell is just a piece of shit. But luckily we get to talk about him jacking off in the street after this commercial and then things will be right in the world. Go ahead, Dylan. Hit me, baby, one more time. Mm, my super golden crisp cereal with eight vitamins makes this nutritious breakfast really neat. I just love that sweet crispy wheat. What's up, Croc? Don't be bashful with that box for the bear. Put the towel in the bowl. Time for a vitamin pack punch. 
I guess you bit off more than you could chew. I can't get enough of super golden crisp. It's got the crunch with punch. Yeah. The, the the jingle at the end, I can't get enough of that golden crisp, has been in my head since I was four years old. Second of all, no animal has been undersold more than the alligator or crocodile. Every cartoon depicts them as like a fun rascal you could just beat up. And then they are <laughs> like, like a log that wants to murder you with a chainsaw for a mouth. Well, also, cereals aren't sold by like, yeah, and then our mascot kicked the fucking shit out of somebody anymore. Oh, yeah, that's because our generation killed cereals. Our generation doesn't eat cereal. No, but kids still do. Yeah, but not. it's still not at the same level. And like, it's like a, oh, the yeah. industry has shrunk drastically. And it's also, there's a bunch of like nutritional laws because there's a shitload of sugar in all those cereals. So they can't use sweet ass cartoons to advertise them anymore because children want to have futures, pussies. Still, buddy, Toucan Sam isn't like, yo. Fucking eat these fruit loops. Watch me knock the shit out of this buffalo. I fucking wish he was. Hey man, do you want some fucking cereal? No? I will fucking cut you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> that is that is the <laughs> that is the right wing America. That's if Fox News just takes over America. It'll be a bunch of fucking well, that cereal commercial crisp, be so good. like beating the shit out of some yep. other animals. Uh hi. Would you like some Fruit Loops, you motherless fuck? No? Fuck you, Fox <laughs> News. Fox News Flakes. Oh, that <laughs> Fox News Flakes is good. All right. So Tony 2012 is huge. People are starting to hate on Jason Russell. Oh, okay. Do you Another remember the hate happens. starting? Do yep. you remember the hate starting? I remember it turned so quickly because I was I remember talking to someone that was like, we gotta do something about this. I'm gonna donate money. Um, a real mimbo that Dylan and I both know. And uh, um, I remember being like, this is gonna be this is gonna be so bad. And I remember I walked upstairs, uh, we were smoking outside. I walked upstairs and I picked up my at the time new iPhone. I had just gotten one and it had started and it was like questions uh, on Gawker questions rate is about Coney 2012. And then it was like, Woo, oh god, do I miss Gawker? Dylan, do you miss Gawker? Oh, yes. Just when oh, the one best. place was shitty instead of like every place. It was great. Gawker, someone described uh, smoking heroin as it took all of your problems and made it one little ball. And that's what Gawker did with the internet. Just being like, check out this fucking shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was pumped. Like, what do you call that again? Contrarianism. Everyone was a contrarian. It still oh, is. Yeah. But like, this was like the start of it. So everyone this wanted the... to tear away at Coney because it was too, like, he was too perfect of a person. Like, it would be so hard for him to keep that up. This was the real beginning of the millennials, not the millennial roar, the great millennial, uh, actually. That, yeah. that is what we brought to the fucking table is, oh, my God, there's too many people going, I think you'll find it's there, not there. You can't say it was a failure because everyone got what they wanted. Jason Russell got a ton of money. There was awareness raised and obviously like Uganda was helped a lot more. And um uh in more terms than none, of awareness Uganda was okay, the more loser than none. here. Yeah, Uganda like the, I don't like what you're saying in that it portrays some positive light on Jason Russell. Okay. Uganda like Uganda won in the way that like if someone burns down your house, you get a new house. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, and everyone got to dunk on this dude because what everyone this really is the wanted. Thing I like. 
this is the thing that we that we need to stress. That's the good thing about this is that Jason Russell was driven mad and then jacked off in the street. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thunderdome. What a wild fucking time. Like literally the this is the only time when internet bullying was literally like imagine if this is how we just punished Bernie Madoff. This this is what we should have done. This should be used as a punishment for embezzlers. It's the perfect thing that matches the crime. This is what he should have done is that you just literally like Twitter gets activated when some, if you, if you still over a million dollars, we activate Twitter like a machine. Everyone go in there, take your hate out. Uh, here's his address. Here's his phone number. Go nuts. That's what we should do. That's a great idea. It's so perfect. We would sort out Elon Musk in 45 oh, minutes. Only turning Twitter on for something that everyone agrees that has to be activated like a fucking missile. Yeah. Absolutely. You two, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan have to turn two keys inside like a shithead steakhouse that doesn't have any sides. It's just meat, meat called gristle. <laughs> just gristle steakhouse. What what I'm getting to though, April 20th, the night that Jason oh, Russell yeah. talked about in his documentary happens. They have like 50,000 people in a bunch of cities and I think the max turnout they had was like 17, 17 yeah. people just the media putting up some posters. Three people in Los Angeles, just the media in a couple of places. It was a real um, weird. It was the real opposite of the anonymous protests of Scientology buildings where like no one thought was going to be there. And then like, holy shit, they were there. The exact opposite is Coney 2012. It was like three people. And what it was was cover the world in Coney 2012 posters that you would mm -hmm. get in your action pack or you could buy or you could print off to make him famous. And basically, by the time they get to April 20th, the wave had fucking crested. Like, hadn't he already freaked out by April 20th? Uh, I will look up. We're going to confirm that. We're going to confirm that in the second half. You guys enjoy uh, me and uh, Dylan telling you to uh, where you can find us on social media. And we will talk to you after this B to the R to the E to the A to the K A break. Hey, I know you're listening to this fucking podcast because your partner is out cheating on you. And I respect what you're doing, which is you're stewing. You're going to collect your thoughts and you're going to confront them in your own time. But while you're doing that, you're listening to the show. Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe so me and fucking Dylan can get some fucking cash. Stop eating ramen noodles and start eating more expensive ramen noodles. So, John, I, I am having trouble finding an exact date, but the video goes viral on March 6, 2012. And there's an article about him freaking out on march 16th so yeah and then over a month later is april 20th this is the thing everyone likes to dunk on the fact that by april 20th no one cared and no one showed up to these things if like, they no would have just but what really it speaks is if they would have just immediately after the invisible children if jason russell just had been like got on a webcam and be like we're not doing it april 20th we're doing it tomorrow the place hundred percent covered the fucking city. Yeah, if he literally done it, like, yeah, you're so right. He was just working on an old showbiz timeline. This is also an exactly right. This was the this was so the adjustment period of people slowly social media slowly taking over as advertising as everything as the way you find trends. But what was interesting, and it really didn't really sink into people's minds how much social media took over 
until Trump's election and then COVID is what is the nail in the coffin is actually COVID. So it's another eight years, but this is already the beginning of you can see and people learning from this, which is you strike while the iron is hot. Like now you can see like a viral video goes up. It's like, okay, suddenly like you see people take action immediately before like people would wait. Fucking craziness. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, don't worry. Joseph Coney's still alive. He still has his army's down to about 100 kids that he molests and makes kill people. So it's fucking horrible. He's supposedly somewhere in Darfur is what they think. Is that um, last loan speculation? The hunt for him has eventually been suspended because he is too old and the LRA is no longer a threat, having been expelled. It is horrific that he will not face justice. Life is hell. Life is fucking hell. That said, what also didn't help the situation was some fucking film student Christian cock, 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 taking $8 million and saying he was going to spend it on a film and not giving it to fucking anyone to help any fucking child soldier be rehabilitated or anything else. I understand that Dylan feels that the word of mouth helped in some way, and yes, it did, but what would have helped more is fucking cash, bro. Cash (laughs) talks, and Dylan, do you want to know what walks? Bullshit. That's what walks. You're not the only dad in town. The... Uh, I'm business. 2012 daddy. and his follow-up move uh, are still on. Oh, they certainly YouTube, are, and they are completely turned off comments. Um, there's oh, like that's, a I did voice the, description I, of like, "Hey, maybe you guys think we were bad, but we still did some good stuff." Like that's it's like very defensive YouTube description. Yeah, yeah, it's like, "Hey, just fuck you." Actually, though, uh, why'd you come here? Make fun of me? Well, not today, fucko. The other thing I just want to say is this was also the beginning of when you, this is going to sound so weird, but 2012, 2011, 2012 is the beginning of when YouTube videos started being long because there was a long period of time yeah. where YouTube videos had to be 10 minutes and then that changed and ended. And I wouldn't be surprised was, if it was like the day that that was, they were like, we need to make, get people to make longer videos. They just rejig the I algorithm bet, and then that's why I, everyone saw it. Bet you you're probably right. Um, like and the last four times I've been on Twitter, how I've been like, I don't want to see any tweets from Elon Musk, and Twitter's like, here's some anyway. I blocked him <laughs> just to see what would happen. He <laughs> just a tweet at John Hastings. No, <laughs> I what do you what I get? It's so funny. Is I get a all of the news people I get in my like for you feed is people quoting him, but I just don't see his tweet. Which is the funniest version of it, where they're like, you can't, like, you can't, what I'm trying to say is you can't hide from him on that fucking platform. (laughs) Oh, no, you can't. No, I put, I do not want to see tweets by Elon Musk anymore multiple times, and he just, Elon powered through. Good for him. Uh, I gotta tell you, money well spent, pal. This is what probably the most fun part of the story, is uh, Luis Moreno Ocampo, who was... One of the people who wanted Coney brought to justice in the video, he would have been the guy prosecuting Coney for war crimes on behalf of the UN. It was revealed afterwards he had some emails leak years later, and it was revealed that he had some plans to catch Coney, one of which was he was getting celebrities involved. He wanted Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie to invite Joseph Coney to dinner, which I'm sure he would show up to in a full tuxedo with no children at all uh like if joseph coney showed up to dinner i assume he would think like that brad pitt and angelina jolie wanted to like have their own child army and he'd be like he'd be like selling them off to them 
But oh, you're yeah. so right. And then they would yeah, come there's... out of the bushes and get Joseph Coney, and there would be no problem. The whole saga with the uh, fucking imaginary children fuck faces is this. They are do they are the worst, worst, worst type of millennial do-gooder in that they have no skill and so much ability. Yeah, what they heard the fucking... gist of something and then they were like, oh, let's fucking they... Yeah, like I heard from a guy that toothpicks are illegal. We gotta have law toothpicks. And you're like, what the fuck? Don't fucking <laughs> criticize me. I'm not criticizing, it's just your pre- your premise is faulty. You're always so negative. This is the thing with Millen. Like it's just like I we've gotten perspective on it. We were really irritating for a couple of years there. We got oh, shit yeah. done though. Still are, baby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh guess what, 2012? You didn't have fa- uh, you didn't you were in a political situation where everyone of every ideology thinks the other side is fascist. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Luis Moreno Campo, who I was just talking about, his first plan was Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, fake dinner, catch Joseph Coney. His second plan was, what was the second plan, John? Take off his shirt. On that shirt is a tattoo that says Joseph Coney is a phony. Joseph Coney comes out of hiding to correct the tattoo. And then they drop a large comedic cargo net on him. And then he's captured and then uh, taken aboard Jason Russell's... um, Sort of Zeppelin-like pirate ship, and then they float over Africa, and then he has to walk the plank. So that is close. He was going to get George Clooney's spy satellite, and he's used it to spy oh, on that's Joseph right. Clooney. And then another one was he just invited Sean Penn to sidebar the UN conference. That, Go for it. That piece of information was then used by Alex Jones on his show. Uh, in subsequent times of George Clooney has a spy satellite, I believe that that was then <laughs> as mentioned at the Coney 12, 20, 2012 thing. I think that may be true. If not, I'm alleging that if that's not true, I'm, I, I am lying about that to mock Alex Jones. Well, it was also, I think George Clooney was like, yo man, this isn't that I can't spy on the whole world, you fucking idiot. (laughs) And then Sean Penn was invited to do a Yen conference, obviously, because he has hit kids and he wanted perspective on Luis wanted perspective of what it's like to hit a kid. Yeah, he was like, oh, listen, we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop Joseph Coney from putting these kids in an army. But I want to know what it's like to hit a kid. Get me Sean Penn. (laughs) Obviously, Sean Sean Penn, I I don't know if he hit kids. He just hit Madonna. I do. Yeah. Uh, he also, he hung her out side of a second story window by her neck. So I'm going to go out on a limb. By, that her probably some kid, by her neck, the material girl, Jason Russell, the Sean Penn of true society, the man who hung <laughs> Uganda outside the window by his yeah, neck. By their neck. Didn't care if they fell. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck if they fell. As long as he had his $8 million of film money. What's anyway, he doing now? charity still. Yeah, of Just course. Charity. He's still working. He moved he's working on to another charity. He's working within the same grift network he was always going to work mm-hmm. within because he's a fucking grifter and this is how he does it. But uh, 10 days after uh, Coney 2012 goes viral, he's seeing a movie with his kids and freaks the fuck out via the attention. He's getting fucking demolished on the internet. Like this was one of the true great beginnings of uh, mob, mob rule. But then everything, like truly like the internet, where everyone was like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. Do we want to follow through and actually do anything? Nah. nah we did it. 
Uh, yeah. We did it. He was slightly embarrassed, and we haven't asked where the money was. Uh, job done. This is the exact <laughs> problem with uh, millennial. And we are the greatest chapter one generation ever. Every idea at the very beginning we have is fucking great. We need to get this warlord who has a bunch of child soldiers. What's your solution? I get $8 million to make a film. Does any of that money go to capturing Joseph Coney? Uh, you've been told about him. That's what I agree to. I'm a filmmaker. I thought you were raising money for a charity. Uh, where's my $8 million? Like everything comes back to that. Oh, it's a way to connect each other uh, using our faces in a book and also a way to uh, Matt. Like, do you know what I mean? Everything just becomes fucking evil so quickly with the internet. I fucking hate it. But they I made $26.5 million for awareness. Oh, oh, oh. So after still, after the criticism, more of the money did go to but more of the so, action packs. How many action packs were sent to Uganda? Are they, did they get action one packs that had a Ferrari in it? Did they get yeah <laughs> yeah? They actually have updated the action packs are now an NFT available at www.fuckyourself.com.co.uk. So that is it. That's Coney twenty twelve. And do you have any? main takeaways from Coney 2012 other than like what you said set around the, like it being set, like the ultimate millennial grift and it's the ultimate millennial grift and this is something that I just want to explore for a moment it set the stage for how the internet attacks people they're gonna fucking bombard you on all social media they're gonna dox you they're gonna go like you know what I mean like it just it was by the fucking book whoopango and then he ended up freaking out on the street, allegedly possibly trying to jack off. That has never been established. But supposedly what happened is he left that movie theater, freaked out on the street in San Diego. Great city to freak out in, by the way. Wide sidewalks. That's always what you want for a place where you're freaking out. Not the narrow sidewalks of Manhattan. The wide boulevards of San Diego. So you can go back and forth and back and forth while you attempt to jack the stress of your $26 million grift out of your tiny christian con man penis <laughs> that's crazy though march 5th this guy is just a guy who's you know you're in a christian charity raising awareness doing the lord's work and then 11 days later you're famous and already everyone hates you and you're beating off in the street yeah and still all those other things that's the weird thing about internet justice is it's always like they're taken care of you know what i mean yeah but no actual like, obviously, everything he's doing is legal, though, because this is just people not looking this at the margins. The you just don't yeah. look at the margins. That was why I used to canvas for charities. And some people would just be like, what are your admin costs? And we tell them the admin costs. But we weren't that wasn't in our like initial spiel was like, here's how much admins cost. Unless that was some one of the things the charity was touting was like, listen, 10 percent of our costs go to administration. Some people like some people every have super fucking high admin costs. You can just look into that shit. Absolutely. And the, but it's all very available. Like one of the, cause isn't there two breast cancer charities? And one of them is like, that goes to help breast cancer. And the other one is like, that's a man named Jim. And he's got a great, he's got a real nice car. Oh, dude. I mean, we do stand up comedy. You've seen the fucking, oh my God. I'll well, sell my shirts for 40 at the fundraiser. And it's like half goes to the charity. Also, regularly, I sell my shirts for 20 anyway. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but like there's a few comedians, there's a one comedian supposedly in Canada that would just say that, like, oh, I rate like the fee for this is and it'll go to cancer research. 
if you want to donate. And he just would like donate no. 10% to cancer yeah. research. I almost said the person's name, but then I was like, oh, this is a, I'm alleging essentially John fraud. Hastings. So I probably, it was Dylan Gott. <laughs> so that's my that's my grift. Yeah, Dylan loves listen, cancer. Well, Mine goes to cigarettes, and I like when someone's just having a bad day. <laughs> I walk around with a pack of cigarettes. And I'm like, you want a cigarette? You could use one. So I'm trying you, to like thin out the herd a bit. I would fucking sponsor that charity. That's a great charity. Do you know how helpful that would be to getting so people many to people? Smoke again? Not getting people to smoke, but just walking up with one. Hey, you look like you could use one cigarette. Do you know how many people that can use <laughs> one cigarette? I want to be your tipping point. Yeah. Hey. Make a decision. The decision is you smoke again. Tony 2012 been talked about a bunch, especially since it's what just passed the 10 year mark. But what a great flash and pan. And it also talks to how quickly things happen on the Internet, because if you want to look at the example of another guy who was a huge fraud, Vanilla Ice, obviously on a lesser scale, he had a number one hit for months before everyone was like, hey, he said he's in gangs. He's not in gangs. Like he's I didn't not, realize that how much the vanilla ice lied. I didn't realize that he was like, oh, I'm in gangs. Who saw that haircut and was like, this man's clearly been in some sort of convert covert criminal organization. But that's, that's like, on society. That's not on vanilla yeah, ice. That's on that's you. That's 22 you can, years you, earlier. And it's like he would have like within the day, people would have known he was lying. He released that video. True. Like Millie, like Millie Vanilli, the next it day, took they two years like, for, yeah. for Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli would have been 45 minutes. That song would have come out and it would have been like, guess again, prick. It's so, if ever, things move so fast. It's like you can become a scammer, make a million dollars and get caught in like an afternoon now. Oh yeah. It's Great a big stuff. problem for a lot of, for a lot of podcast advertisements is a lot of those products are literally just like, um, yeah, just massive scams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, please, everyone buy Man Great. That's Man Great. <laughs> yeah. If it has man in the title and most you of it is the just trying to away. sell you being a man, probably don't <laughs> yeah. buy that. Also, yeah, anything that is a uh, uh, a weight loss cure or the next hydration system, hit the fucking bricks, bro. Uh, Come Belcher, that's some a pill you take where you nut and you burp afterwards. That's what we're selling. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Belcher. It's just a fun thing to do. Uh, I can't believe that this I can't believe that this is our Coney 2012 episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't. I'm John Hastings. I'm Dylan Gott. Next week, we'll be talking about Rebecca Black's Friday, the fun Coney 2012. Friday, Friday, I'm gonna be there, I'm Friday. I fucking love that song. We'll be talking about the Opie and Anthony's recurring bit where they would just play it on Fridays, and I enjoyed that, and probably things about the song and Rebecca Black. Dylan, I'll see you there then. Thank you so much. Until next week, please rate and subscribe while rating and subscribing, and review it, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.